Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode, we are going to discuss the US debt ceiling, which is in every headline right now. The US debt ceiling will have major implications for the global economy, the US economy, and of course, crypto. So it's important to understand what's going on, what's likely to happen, and what that impact would be either way. Before we begin, just wanted to mention an episode that we've recorded recently on whether or not we thought the bull run had began. We did a podcast where we explain what happens to price in the 12 months leading up to a Bitcoin halving. We're just under 12 months now to the next halving, so it's really important you understand what's likely to come in price action over the next 12 months. It's episode 24, check it out now. Okay, so before we begin talking about the current debt ceiling debate, we need to understand what the debt ceiling actually is. So the debt ceiling was created in 1917, and it was basically a way for Congress to control government spending. The debt ceiling is basically a limit on national debt that can be incurred by the US Treasury. So it basically limits what the federal government can borrow and spend. Over the years, the debt ceiling has been used as a political tool, especially because Congress and the President are often controlled by different parties, so they use the debt ceiling as a way of pushing their agenda. In 2021, the US Congress raised the debt ceiling to $31.4 trillion and the US is currently at that limit and are now trying to scramble around to raise the limit so that they can continue spending. Since the debt ceiling was established in 1917, it's been raised 108 times but has never been reduced, with debt increasing year upon year. The debt ceiling causes an absolute gridlock in Washington and we've seen in recent times an absolute shutdown of the US government because they've run out of money without the debt ceiling being raised. The debt ceiling can be used by Congress to curb a president's spending, which basically hampers their way of getting their agenda through. And it's a way for Congress to control what spend, what public spending there is and what initiatives are financed and what aren't. In 2011, there was a massive debate over the debt ceiling because the Congress was controlled by Republicans and they would only raise the debt ceiling if Obama agreed to cut spending. Eventually this led to the government being shut down for over 16 days. So the US debt ceiling is basically like a credit card limit. You can't go over it but what the US continuously does is they just increase that limit over and over again without ever repaying the debt. What's interesting to note is even though they're at their debt ceiling limit the US federal spending for this year is over $6 trillion, while their federal tax revenue is $4.5 trillion. So they've got a $1.5 trillion budget deficit, even when they're at their credit card limit, as we call it. And I'm sure you can imagine, the US debt ceiling limit is used as a political game between the two parties, the Republicans and the Democrats. And it doesn't actually matter who's in power where. If the Republicans hold the presidency like they did when Trump was in power, the US debt ceiling limit gets raised. Now the Democrats are in power with Biden and again we're at the debt ceiling limit. Like I said before, it's never been reduced, only raised. And it ultimately comes down to the problem that governments around the world have a spending problem. But the reason we're talking about it today is not raising the US debt ceiling limit will trigger massive economic shockwaves. At the moment, it's expected that what they're calling the X date, the date that the US government will run out of money, is going to be the 1st of June. So we're heading towards that at a rapid pace. But what implications will it have if they don't raise the limit? 
Well, in 2011, the US debt ceiling crisis was a political standoff between the Republican-controlled House of Representatives and the Democrat-controlled Senate over raising the debt ceiling. In July of 2011, the Treasury Department announced that it was running out of money and by the 2nd of August, it would hit its limit if the ceiling wasn't raised. Republicans refused to enter negotiations over the debt ceiling unless President Obama agreed to significant spending cuts. But obviously he didn't want to do that because that was going to hamper his agenda. Now one thing that you'll notice time and time again is when the President is at the debt ceiling limit, they say it's non-negotiable. They say that not raising the debt limit would have dire consequences for people all across the country and it's a non-negotiable issue. President Obama repeated the exact same things that we're hearing from Biden right now. But in 2011, the crisis dragged on and on August the 2nd, the Treasury Department was due to reach its borrowing limit. Obama was forced to sign a temporary debt ceiling measure which raised the limit by $900 billion, which included massive spending cuts. But what was bigger than that in 2011 was because it got so close to the limit, which we're approaching right now, the US credit rating actually got downgraded. And this had a massive impact on stock prices, so the S&P 500 dropped 19% in the days leading up to the limit. Now because of this downgrade, it also meant borrowing costs for the average American increased dramatically. So now if we fast forward to 2023, in January it was announced that the US Treasury Department was introducing extraordinary measures to keep the government funded, but they expected to run out of money by June 1st. Democrats are calling on Republicans to raise the debt ceiling without any conditions, but obviously the Republicans want their say. So Republicans have agreed to raise the debt ceiling, but only if there's significant federal spending cuts, the COVID money that's not been spent is paid back, and there's new conditions on who can apply for Medicaid. Now we are just days away from hitting this limit. Biden and the leader of the Republicans in Congress, McCarthy, met last night, but Although both are saying that there won't be a default, it doesn't seem like we're any further forward. Republicans actually walked out of the negotiations last week. So what will happen if the US was to default on its debt? Well, first up, the US credit rating would be downgraded. Government would be unable to pay its bills, so any federal employees would probably have to be sent home unpaid. Interest rates would rise dramatically because the cost of borrowing would be so high because debt from the government would be seen as a lot more risky. On top of that, the stock market would crash, companies would have to make massive cutbacks and the economy would enter a recession. On top of this, we'd also see a massive weakening of the dollar as governments around the world class it as a riskier asset than previously because of the credit rate and because of the ability for the US government to pay back its debt. The US default would be catastrophic for the US economy. We'd see businesses go out of business, we'd see unemployment rise and we'd see the cost of borrowing rise significantly which would make people unable to pay their mortgage and eventually lose their homes. It would be 2008 times 10. And around the world other countries would be affected, especially those nations heavily reliant on the dollar. Both political parties are saying there's no chance of a default and to be honest I don't think there is. This is just a game that both parties play in order to get the best package for their side. Republicans want spending cuts, Biden doesn't want any, eventually there will be a compromise in the middle. 
but the cost of this for the American economy is huge. And if it drags on any further, or if there's any stalls and talks, then we could see a downgrade of the US credit rating, which would have a massive impact on stock market, bonds, and of course crypto. Over the past couple of weeks, we've saw Bitcoin trade pretty much sideways, and that's just because there's such an uncertainty around the entire economy controlled by the US. Investors aren't going to pile into a risky asset like Bitcoin or tech stocks when they don't know if the US debt ceiling is going to be raised. Okay, so there's a few points to sum up. One, the debt ceiling is a complete political game in the US, and we probably wouldn't expect anything less. Both sides are trying to negotiate the best agreement they can, but ultimately they will raise the debt ceiling limit. What's also clear is if the US doesn't get to an agreement soon, then there is a risk that their credit rating could be downgraded, which would have a massive impact on stocks, Bitcoin, crypto and bond prices, and it would probably lead to a massive recession in the US. There is also talk that instead of raising the debt limit properly, they could just do a temporary raise until the end of the year. This would just create more uncertainty for markets, so this is probably not the best option. Now the reason we're covering this today is because we expect some volatility to come in the next 10 days, especially with Bitcoin. People aren't plowing into it risk assets, in fact people aren't investing in anything right now because they don't know what's going to happen with the debt limit. And like I said in 2011, the S&P 500 dropped 19% in the days leading up to it. And while we see Bitcoin as a safe haven asset, many others don't, so Bitcoin probably would follow the stock market down if there was a crash. But there is some light at the end of the tunnel. In June, we should have an agreement on the debt ceiling limit, which would increase borrowing and spending from the US government. We also have the FOMC meeting, where we expect the Fed to announce a pause. Both should be bullish for Bitcoin and crypto. So while the debt ceiling limit is a bit of nonsense and a bit of a game in the US, it is something to be taken seriously. So I hope this podcast has helped explain what the debt ceiling is, why it's so important and what the impacts would be if they don't sort it out soon. In the next few days, you'll probably hear a lot more stories, a lot more fighting between the two parties, but eventually they will come to an agreement because nobody wants a default. So over the next few days, expect Bitcoin to trade sideways, maybe a bit up and down, but there won't be any significant moves until this is resolved. So I hope that helps explain what the debt ceiling is. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you again on the next one.